Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Good to be back with the Hevra again. I want to welcome. There's so many thoughts and things we've 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 been away a while, and there's a lot to, a lot of catching up to do. A lot. Re'e is itself a very full parsha. This Shabbos is going to be Mavarech Chaydish Elul. There's a lot of things to catch up on the past, prepare for the future. But all the things I want to welcome were Zayich and our in our Chabura that Shimi moved into town. And the schos that have been Torah, Yankov starting a koilol, and in this shul will house a koilol. It's a dream. It's been a long, a long time in coming, and Beis Hashem it will build. But to have a ben Torah, it's a it's a big thing that a ben Torah has moved to the shtat. A serious ben Torah, somebody with beautiful midas, has moved to the shtat and is joining the chabur. Is a very very big elevation for our city. Stam a fun, wonderful, beautiful person. He's here with his mishpachas. I wanted to welcome Shimi. I wanted to, the first thing to do is this Shabbos Kodesh, we're going to be Mivara Chaydesh Elul, beautiful, beautiful Chaydesh Elul. Beautiful, inspiring, wonderful Chaydesh Elul. And we're welcoming in Chaydesh Elul, which should fill us with beautiful feelings. A month of closeness to Hashem. And we have to work, we have to relate today. I don't like defeatist mentality. And a beautiful month of Elul is coming. We're going to be Mavara Chaydish Elul. To me, when the Chazan announces Chaydish Elul, it started in the last couple of years, a very good feeling of a good month, of a month of Kervis Hashem. It's the last month of the year. And I want to describe what I think the Avayd of Chaydesh Elul is by the very name of Elul is based, the Mishabur brings this, it's from Kadmainim. Elul stands for all different things. Ani l'daydi v'daydi In Yonim of Chesed, Matanus, what's the Lashen of Ishtarei Matanus Lav Yonim? Thank you. Who said that? Ramayish, thank you. So many things that Elul stands for, but the Mishabura brings the Pasuk and Dvarim in Nitzavim, where it describes in Nitzavim, in Perak Lamid, Pasuk Vav, Umal Hashem Lekechas Levavcha, Hashem will be mal our hearts. He'll do a bris milo, take off some arla, some blockage in our heart, and the hearts of our children, to love Hashem with all our hearts and all our souls. Hashem will be mal our hearts to love Hashem. It's talking about when Hashem brings us back by the Geula. V'shav Hashem and is going to return us. At that time, wherever there's a nidach, Wherever there's a nidach, from there Hashem will gather and bring us back. And what will Hashem do then? He'll be mal our hearts and the hearts of our children to love Hashem. So the words, es levavcha ve'es levav, your hearts and the hearts of your children, is elul. Es is aleph, levavcha, lamed, ve'es vav, levav, lamed, elul. 
Hashem will be mal our hearts, he'll take off the arla, the blockages, and we'll have Avas Hashem in Yerushalayim. I think this, this Pasuk, Umal Hashem Zarecha, is what Elul stands for. And I think the avoid of a person lies in those words very, very stark. The journey to service of Hashem, the journey to be a Ben Tyre, the journey is a journey to be an authentic expression of self. We're not trying to be somebody else. We're not t- trying to get something that's outside of ourselves. The love of Hashem, the service of Hashem is very in us. To the point that when it says Hashem's going to bring us back, He's going to remove in Arla and the Avas there. Hashem's not going to give us something and imbue in us. It's all there already. In a very short while, Klai Yisrael's children, our children are returning to Yeshivas. In Durham, a busload of guys are going to show up. And you don't change people, infuse them with, and you just allow people to discover themselves. In me, in you, 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 in all of us, in every single one of us, are wonderful levels of closeness to Hashem. It's inside of us. It's a craving, a very deep craving of Kervis Hashem. And in each of us is a unique station of Kiddush Shemayim that's unique when we're true to ourselves. Not imitating anybody, not trying to really change and be different. And the name El itself is, is Umal Hashem Eslavav Zarecha. That Hashem will bring us back and will assist us on being, will take away some blockage that exists inside of us, that disconnects us from ourselves, and will allow us the Avas Hashem and Yerushalayim, the beauty, the wonderful things that are inside of us to flow and come out. That is, the, that is an Elul at the end of the year, the opportunity of Elul at the end of the year. So we got busy and we all get distracted. We're, we're busy with many beautiful things the whole year. But sometimes along the journey of the year, we don't pay attention to ourselves. All different factors and confusions and all different distractions. And at the end of the year, every single year has an opportunity to be more loyal to self. To be more true to ourselves is the opportunity of Elul. To be more ourselves sincerely, calmly, happily, with tremendous simcha, to be truer to ourselves. We get distracted sometimes. In our beautiful, meaningful tasks, building our families, in all our jobs and work, the year is a busy time, and it's very, very easy to get distracted. And Elul is a beginner that before the year closes out, so one second, I got a little distracted. I'm going to be more myself more true to myself. This, this point in Chinuch, it motivates me a lot, is not to, not, to try to, not to try to change people, overwhelm people, not even manipulate. It's not a new chap. I'll tell you a story, a nice story. Very nice, a true story. A very intelligent Yid came to Durham 
And he asked five guys, Shemi, he put five guys in a brilliant guy, a friend of mine in Yehuda Tzvi, he put five guys in a room, he said, be a little cynical with me. How do you fall for this yeshiva? They're a little warmer, they hug better, come on. Like you guys seem like cool, regular guys, you fall for something, is there better manipulation? See, another chap to get it. And the Bachar, one of the guys responded, he said, this is not about, I didn't find this person that, I found me. He said, I can't be cynical about myself. The avoid of avoidus Hashem for all of us is loyalty to self, is to be honest and sincere and authentic. It's in us, it's in us already. All the madragus and the mailus exists in us. Calmly, sincerely, we have to be in a healthy, happy state. And then we access that which is there. A want for Hashem, a want for Hashem's Torah, a want for Hashem's people. All the loves are inside. Narvas, there's Arlis Halev, there's blockages, there's things that get in the way, distractions. And the task of a person is to try to eliminate those distractions to acquire and to live, I shouldn't say acquire, to live with, with that which was within. We weren't together for the, 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 the Aftaira right before Tishabav. I spoke right before I left a lot about Aftairas. I had a story on, I was thinking about Aftairas, for, for the reason Aftairas came in my mind a lot on, on Shivas Sabatamas, right, right when I left here, on Shivas Sabatamas, so I went to visit a whole bunch of guys and they had no safe attire for Mincha. So we had a clear, could we make a bracha on the Navi? Could we make a bracha on the Aftar? On the Chumash, we read from a Chumash, we couldn't make Birchas Atar on the Chumash. And we had a clear, are we allowed to make the bracha on the Navi? Isn't that a good show? So Daniel, I at first thought, the whole Navi, when did we start reading the Aftarah? Maish, the whole story, we started reading the Aftarah, there was a period when the Goyim were Geyser Xer that we couldn't read from the Torah. So Chazal made a Takana, read 21 Psukim from Navi. They took away Sifrei Torah from us, didn't let us read Torah. So read 21 Psukim, that's when the Naftar was instituted. Read 21 Psukim Navi. We used to make seven brachas on the Navi. Kneged, the seven brachas we made on the Torah. We make seven brachas on the Navi. The guy who gets called up to the Navi doesn't just read Navi. Because then you'd have seven kruyim of the Torah, one of the Navi, it would equate Navi and the Chumash, that's not a covet of the Torah. To have seven readers of the Torah and one of the Navi would say it's equal. So to show that Torah is higher than Navi, what we do is the guy who's called up for the Navi gets three psukim of the Torah. He reads what we call the maftir. Reads three psukim of the Torah. That guy makes seven brachas, you've noticed. He makes a bracha before the Torah, one, after the Torah, two. He makes a bracha, he makes one bracha before he reads the Navi, and then he makes, after he reads the Navi, four brachas. You have seven brachas. That's why he makes seven brachas, the guy who gets called up to the Navi, because they used to just read the Navi and make seven brachas on the Navi. Today we went back to Kriya Satayra, so but still the guy who gets called up for the Navi reads still seven, he makes seven brachas. That's what we do. So I wondered, I was at the Tainus in a place, we didn't have Kriya Satayra Yisrael. 
So I thought, hey, Givaldi, let's make a bracha on the Navi. It was meant for guys like us. The whole reason they instituted the decree of the Navi is because when they couldn't read the Torah. But I looked it up, and the Prisha says that you're not, if you don't make a bracha on the Torah, you can't make a bracha on the Navi. So shucks. So we couldn't make a bracha on the Navi. But I started like looking into Torah and Navi. I got very curious when you're pointed in a direction. So you start looking into the Torah. Comes the week, most Haftarists, Klal Yisrael, often they're different menhagim. Anybody who goes to Pesach hotels, I don't want to say the biggest arguments, Baruch Hashem, we read a hotel, people were b'shalom, b'shalva, but there are always different squabbles concerning the Haftarists, always. This year was no different. There was a whole debate concerning the Haftarists, and the reason being is it's not brought in Chazal the exact Haftarists to read. So, different Yidin have different Menhagim, where we start in the Chumash, it's printed. Chabad starts here, Italy starts here, Svardim and here. There's a lot of Menhagim. It's not exact. The point is to read 21 Psokim similar to the Parsha. It's very not exact. We, it's not brought in Chazal, the exact Haftarahs we read. A few Haftarahs of the year, Kol Yisrael reads the same Haftarah. One of the Haftarahs is before Tishabov. Gans Klal Yisrael reads the, 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 the message of the Navi. Really, the three Aftairs before Tishbav, those three Aftairs, two from Yermia and one from the Navi Yeshaya, those three Aftairs, all of Klal Yisrael reads with a very exactness where we start, where we stop. Kol Yisrael basically seems is on the same page. And in the Aftair before Tishbav, the Navi gives us Musr, and all of Klal Yisrael read this. And the Navi says, that animals are aware, appreciate their master, their bosses. And Klal Yisrael, we lose sight of Hashem. And it bothered me a lot, the words of the Navi. The Navi is giving us Musri, he says, look at an animal. An animal's loyal to its owner. And you, Klal Yisrael, and I ask myself, with our sins, we have temptations and difficulty. Well, what's the tzushto? Look at the animal that's so loyal. What are you? Do you know my nesiyonis? Who would this work on, these, this musr, that yodeya shor kineyu? We have nesiyonis and challenges and difficulties and all different poles. Like, what shaykhs? What, what are you telling me? What am I looking at an animal and finding out what? That's relevant to me. I have posed to which person is so moved. Wow, an animal's like, I hear it doesn't have a Yetzirah. What's it saying? The only way I was able to make sense of the words of the Navi, and the Navi words make sense, so we have to say, what's the Navi saying to us? What's he talking to me? And the only way it makes sense to me is if our natures are to serve Hashem. Then you could say an animal does what's natural. Be more natural, Kalish. You can only say if it's saying my people who have a natural tendency to serve me, be more natural. Be truer to yourself. You can mun me an animal naturally. and So you have that also. Just do what's natural. That's all I ask you. And that awareness, the words of the Navi that are so encouraging, 
Mitzad Echad, it's a tremendous muster to Klal Yisrael. Mitzad Sheni, it's saying, do what's natural. Do what you have a tendency to do. It's in you. It's what you're drawn to do. Just calm down. Be, be, be true to self. That which you're pulled toward and drawn towards. And have a natural nitiya towards. Tap into that. I'll give, I, I want to give, give a mushal to this. I'd like to give a mushal to this idea. Did you ever hear a schmooze on gratitude? When I was younger, I'd hear a schmooze on gratitude. So you go, okay, I have to be more, I have to be more grateful. You hear, hakar satayv, a basic need of a yid. Gratitude, hakar satayv. So, okay, I'm going to thank my mother more. Like you try harder to thank more. Try to go, and you, like all of a sudden you're in this thanking mode. You're in this store and you're trying harder to thank. That's a very external thing. That's a gotezach. Gratitude. But the real nekuda, the real shmuz, gratitude is not something any of us work on. Every single one of us here gets $100. Every one of us, we appreciate it. There's no, there's no working. There's no steiging to appreciate it. Somebody hands you $100. When we speak a sogi of gratitude, we just mean be in touch with yourself. The schmooze, the fire is not like, show your mom work. And then a guy like breaks himself to have more. That's not what's going on here. It means me be more in touch. We get distracted. The Chayvah Salvava speaks about why we don't show enough gratitude to Hashem. This is like, to me, I don't want to say a knock on the school systems. I love our schools. But something we have to pay attention to that... Not just to be chitzayniistic, show more gratitude. It's not what you're teaching youngsters. We're teaching youngsters to be more in touch. The goal, the Western world teaches their kids to say thank you. Say thank us, thank you. It's good he says thank you. The yid teaches the kid, be in touch with yourself. Mom just served us. Of course, bring out what you feel to the world. Bring it out. I spoke to a bacher about. I spoke to a bacher I'm close to, and I asked him if he. Appre- we spoke, and he like we came out that he has a tremendous appreciation to his mom. We spoke about it. He like came. I said, "Did you ever tell her this?" He's like, "No." I said, "I think you should." It's not say thank you. It's like get in touch. Somebody served you a meal. Are you paying attention? Like the Terrences were very get very distracted. Sakara so, Satayv is not a, is not something external that you should like be more just be more in touch. Just we're human beings. We feel gratitude. We all have that. We're born. Somebody would have a tremendous sickness, maybe like a narcissist, has like a personality defect, they don't feel gratitude. That's like an illness. Every human being has a normal, natural, healthy gratitude. And the avoid of a person is to be to be true to himself. That gratitude you have, do get in touch with it. You get distracted. You get all different things in your mind. Hello, find that. Hey, hey, I do appreciate. Hey, somebody cooks me. I appreciate. Thank you. So be in touch. So this vart of, of Elul of the end of the year that we have the opportunity to ask ourselves at the end to be mechazik, to be truer to selves. That's what I see the rallying call of Elul, a beautiful month where after a journey of a year, we try to like be misad ourselves, to be truer to self, to be more in tune with self. 
And of course, in, in that place is sincere service of Hashem, is sincere care of the relationship. That's the deepest place of the human being when the other distractions are removed. That's the deepest place of a human being. The Ramban on the, on the spot describes, I can see it, the Ramban says, he brings chemda and taiva arla lulev. He brings that external things that like distract us. There are less halev, they block from that which is natural and authentically in the heart of a person. So then Elul's is man where we could try to focus better, to just refocus on ourselves better, not to be something we're not. That's nothing to do with Elul. An intensity that we're not, nothing to do. The very words are Mal Hashem to be more yes like we are. Not to be something unnatural, but to be very naturally ourselves. The natural person who very comfortably and happily and with the great Simcha does what he's drawn to, to serve Hashem with a Simcha, with a, with a wonderful... I want to... I want to continue just on that theme of being what's natural and comfortable. And we started with this. I want to say the last Pasuk of Parshish Re'ei. The last Pasuk very much, very much excites me, this last Pasuk. Specific about our own Avaid and specific that our children are going to return to yeshivas. That all our children return to yeshivas. And this is, I'm both begging us for ourselves, as, as, as parents, as mechanichim that are here, an attitude in yeshivas, I'm, asking, I'm bringing this up. The last Pasuk in Re'ei speaks about serving Hashem. Talks about being oilal regel. It says, Ish kimat nas yadoy. Each person brings according to the gifts of his hands. Kivirches Hashem lekechashanas Allah according to the brachas that were given to you. Bring karbanas and bring gifts, each person. We have different amounts of money, different things that we have. Each person should give Hashem. Each person according to the gifts of his hands. According to what Hashem gave you. I'd like to describe an idea for our yeshivas, different than secular schools. Secular schools are very, very dry. Very dry. Study this, and somebody teaches subjects, and the kid sits there studying, amassing information. To the kid who's very much succeeding, so I don't think the information is galvanizing him, but the fact that he's the top of the class, so it's very, he gets a lot of covet on the deal. So it's, a, it's well worth his effort. He's the top guy, he's the val, she's the valedictory and the saluted. So Harbe covered for the top one, two, five. Excellent. And the rest, it's hard to be very motivated. You can compete, you can hope, you can have stretches where you're one of the better ones. But it's hard, it's very, very dry. The shell is what the response, how can we have live places that every person is energized and excited and there's, there's something more, something more alive, more chiyas. How do we get that? So I see, I see two I see two responses to the dry school system. But one, one response that has to be there, each of us have unique skills and gifts. And all our gifts are relevant to the service of Hashem. All our gifts. 
Every single person's talents and abilities should be brought to the base medrash and are relevant. A guy is a good sense of humor. That's in the world of Torah, in the world, in a world of Avodas Hashem, a sense of humor is huge. A guy is a good athlete. That has a tremendous place. A guy, a guy has a good business acumen. Tremendous place. Every skill and talent and ability matters in the world of Torah. When we create a place that very much narrows what, what, what matters, what can be used, we destroy these words. Each one with their gifts, with their mind, with their midas, with their talents has a place and bring your gifts to the base Medrash. If you're an artist, art has a tremendous place in the base Medrash, tremendous place to make beautiful pictures, to sing, somebody has a beautiful voice. All skills matter. All skills matter in the world of Torah, in the world of Avedis Hashem. And each person is celebrated for the gifts they bring. Each person matters and is important. Each person has a unique Kiddush to bring that only they can bring. And I think for a world of school to not be secular, but to be a world of Tyra, it has to acknowledge that each person in unique ways, it might disrupt some form of competition. If we create, if the way we succeed is competing, who can stand out and do something more than the other guys? So we'll destroy that. The Marsha says that's for Seifrim, it's not for Chachamim. The Marsha says Chachamim shouldn't use that method of Kena Seifrim. He says Seifrim, not Chacham. The Marsha says. There's a Lechatchila, there's a much bigger Lechatchila of a world that people actually matter and are important and count. You don't have to do weird things to stand out. Your own form of Kiddush Shemayim, who you are, what you bring, and you could create a beautiful Kiddush Shemayim. According to what you were gifted, according to the gifts that you have, you could be Mekadashem Shemayim in a beautiful, holy, gorgeous manner according to you. Could we be inspired by our friend Steiging? But of course, his taking his gifts and utilizing them to serve Hashem is a great inspiration for me to take my gifts and my journey and my thoughts and my things to serve Hashem. But each one is unique with unique opportunity of serving Hashem. Valuing more skills what is handy is a tremendous place. Achi my brother, my older brother, who's a beautiful yid, a yid I look up to tremendously. He fixes things for yid in his handiness. He's honest in business. He's big, big madragas of honesty, fixing, creating, helping. We wait in our home. When he comes to visit, that's the once a year things get fixed in the home. But oh, my brother is a guy, Achi Agadol is a fixer, he fixes things. It's a tchune, it's a certain, each gift, each ability that a person has is very relevant in the service of Hashem. It has to reflect that in the yeshiva, it has to be understood in a place bringing in the Jewish youth. It has to reflect that each one's skills are celebrated and appreciated. Reb Meir Shapiro. This was an important... My wife and I saw a documentary. They, they interviewed Talmidim. This was an important aspect of his yeshiva. That people's skills... Somebody had a good voice. It was an important part. 
It was something to be celebrated, to be utilized, to be, it's part of a steiging and part of, it's not a side thing, but a guy's a good athlete. How many people, in the, there, there are people who are from today, Rebelski, we could say it out loud, was a very good athlete. Reb David Feinstein, the God Ladar, used to play ball with his Talmud, he was very, very good. People are closer to God because Reb David Feinstein could bang a ball, Geshmak. So there's a place, there's a, it's not a side thing. It's to be celebrated, it's to be brought in. It's to be acknowledged that all different skills and talents and abilities and capacities matter in the world of Avodah Hashem. We're sitting here in a room. We all have different places, different abilities. It's not but one. That ability is... There's all different opportunities of Kiddush Shemayim, unique to each of us all. And the job and a place, a place of service of Hashem. We're talking here in Re'eh, at the end of Re'eh, of the, of the Kodesh, of the Beis HaMikdash. And defining the Beis HaMikdash, the holiest place on earth. Bring what you have. Bring your skill here. The gifts that you were bestowed. The gifts that you were gifted, bring them here, use them here. Bring them El raise them up El I think this message of all our holy places, that each one has unique and interesting gifts, and we need them all. We need them all, nothing is, no, that's not, all the different gifts create the beautiful picture of Klal Yisrael, of a, of a beautiful Kiddush Shemayim that we can create together. So when each one's unique gifts matter and are important. So I wanted to share that aspect. There's a whole other Indian, but we'll stick with one Indian tonight that we could be mechazik in our own yeshivas that I think would have a tremendous, tremendous positive effect that it would resemble the Beis HaMikdash and everybody's unique gifts matter. I want to share a pshat in Parshas Re'eh. There's a lot more I want to do in Re'eh. We'll see if we have time. I want to share my son today. I asked my son Akasha, and he told me a pshat that I want to expound on a little bit for a few minutes. This question bothered me for a long time. We'll see where my Shechayim if the Chevres Maskimavarim to this pshat. Rashi brings a Rabbi Yishmael to the beginning of Parshas Re'eh. It's, the parasha talks when you come to Eretz Yisrael and the Goyim are serving Avodah Zarah. So the Pasuk says, Destroy, take apart their Mizbeach, their altars, the stone altars. Take out the stones, break down the Mizbechaisa, the Goyim. And their Matzevas. The, the structures they build, their monuments that they build for Avodah Zarah, destroy it. Vashreyam and the trees that they plant for Avodah Zarah, Tisrifon Be'esh, burn. Psili Elohim, in the form of their gods, Tigadeyim should destroy. V'ibadatam as Shemam and Amokim eradicate the name of Avodah Zarah from Eretz Yisrael. Then the Pasuk says, Loisasen Kein Lashem Lekechem. Don't do that to Hashem your God. Says Rashi, what's this Isser? So Rashi second shot. Azhara, it's a warning. Lemoichik es Hashem. You're not allowed to erase Hashem's name. Loisasen kein Hashem. Eradicate es Shemam the Goyish Tavoidizara's name from Eretz Yisrael. Don't do that to Hashem. You're not allowed to erase Hashem's name. Rashi second shot. 
You're not allowed to take a stone out of the Mizbeach. Laisasin came like, their Mizbechais, you should take apart. Laisasin came like, Hashem, like, don't do that to Hashem. So you're not allowed to remove stones, why, why? From the Mizbeach, don't touch a stone. The Mizbeach stone should stay whole, don't take out a stone. Comes Rabbi Yishmol, I'm Rabbi Yishmol. Rabbi Yishmol responds to the Tanakhama. So the Tanakhama says, destroy the Goyish Avoidazara, the Mizbeach. Don't touch the Mizbeach of the Yidin. Says Rabbi Yishmol, Do you think on your mind, Would a Yid break apart a Mizbeach? Which Yid would think of breaking apart a Mizbeach? Ella, don't do like the deeds of the Goyim. Of the Oiv the Avoy the Zara, the Yegarmu Avene Sechel, and Mikdash Avene Sechem Shiacharev, and your Averis will cause the Beis Amigdash to be destroyed. Gabriel, I, I have this Kasha for years. Rabbi Yishmael says, Who would think of doing such a thing? Hello, when the Torah says, Don't be Oiv the Avoy the Zara. By the way, I know angry people who would take apart the Mizbech. One of the Chevres said, Schimler said, Miriam Bas Belga kicked him his bath. What's Rabbi Shmuel talking about? Rabbi Shmuel says, the Pashup Shat destroyed the Gaish of Adazaras, Isser Daraisa to break apart the Mizbeach, Laisasin came Lashem Lakechem Yudditzvi. Rabbi Shmuel says, Vichisala al Daitra, do you have a Hava mean anybody would break apart a Mizbeach? Shagafai, you'll never see it angry. It could happen. What's Rabbi Shmuel talking about? For a long time, I was bothered by this Gasha. So, anybody have a Peshavach Yisal al Daitra? Rabbi Shmuel asked Daniel, Do you have a Hava Mina that a Yid would break apart the Mizbeach? And he has to learn thoroughly. He learns like an unusual Pshat. Pasha Pshat, it says, Break apart the Gaish Mizbechus. Don't do that to Hashem Oikechem. Pasha Pshat is don't you not let it break apart the, the Mizbeach. Rabbi Shmuel doesn't like that Pshat. He says Yisrael, which Yid would drink? The Chisala al Daitcha that a Yid would do this? Ella, he learns a funny Pshat. Don't do it to the base of mysteries. Don't do Averis. Don't imitate the Goyim. If you imitate the Goyim, you'll do Averis that caused the base of to be destroyed. What was wrong with Pasha Pshat? So he says, well, nobody would do it. You never met, you, you ever seen somebody angry, Yisrael? I've seen people I think would take apart. What's he saying, Rabbi Shmuel? Rabbi what's Pshat? You, I, don't, I never saw this. But the Torah the, the, has an Isra of Eidazar. Rabbi Shmuel says, I hear. Josh, a good Kasha? So my son, my son, man, he said, he's probably right. My son Menachem said, Pshat, that what Rabbi Shmuel's asking, if the Torah on an island would say somewhere, don't touch the Mizbeach, Rabbi Shmuel wouldn't have any kasha. He wouldn't say, He's asking, read the Pesukim. Break apart the Gaisha Mizbeachas when you come there. But don't do it to your own. It sounds like the, what, you have to warn me then. Like somehow Hashem said, go there and break apart the Gaishim Mizbechas. 
break apart the mizbeach, but don't touch Hashem's. So that's what Mishmal said. Somehow, by saying break apart theirs, would a guy make a mistake and break apart our mizbeach? He's not asking who would be angry enough to break the mizbeach, Rairas. If the Torah someplace would say, don't break the Mizbeach, so Mishmol would say, okay, Pshat means don't break the Mizbeach. But it says, it's by this Sivui, Master, good Pshat Elio, by the Sivui where it says, go and break the Gaish, the Zorah, break the Mizbeach. Why do you have to warn there, but don't touch this Mizbeach? Joshua, why would somebody think to touch this Mizbeach? If Hashem, not if, Hashem comes to us, why, why? says, don't touch, go to Yisrael, you're going to come there, avoid the Zoras there, and break them apart. Do you have to warn there, but don't touch my Mizbech? Would a Yid like think, oh, I mixed up? <laughs> On the Tzivu, to destroy avoid the Zara, you destroy avoid the Zara. Why there do you have to say, Ober, Moisaskel, Hashem, okay, but don't do that to this? What about that? See if we would cause this, would cause any any kishlon in this. If you think about what Rabbi Shmuel says, Pshat, Rabbi Shmuel explains the flow with the psukim. Rabbi Shmuel says, destroy them, because if you don't destroy it, you'll end up learning from their ways, which will be going for the base hamidrash to be destroyed. That's what he speaks out. Ella, he says, shaloi tasu kimaseim. Don't do like the Goyim, like the Oivdei Avaydezara, and you'll cause, your Averis will cause, Lemekta Shavisechim, Shiacharif. So he's explaining the flow of the Psukim. Get there, see Yisrael, you're going to see Batei Oivdei Avaydezara, destroy it. And Loisaskei Lashem Lekechem, so therefore it won't be around that you'll learn from their Maisim and your Averis, you'll imitate them. So that's the flow of the Psukim. If my son is right, is the Chevra maskim to this Pshat? Ravavi, you maskim in Pshat, it's Shtark. Ravavi, what do you hold it? Pshat, it's Shtark. So, what did Tanakama hold? Remember, there's a Tana who learned, break that. What does he answer, Rabbi Yishmol? What does he answer, Rabbi Yishmol? According to the Tanakama, Hashem said, when you get there to Israel, you're going to see Bate by the Zorah, knock them down. But don't do that to Hashem. So Bishmol's cash is good cash. What shaykhs? But what's the but? Destroy but the Zara. What? But don't do that to the Mizbeach. Years ago, Ramatasio Solomon, the Lakewood Mashkiach gathered a lot of Mashkichim and Menalim from around America. And he said he gathered people to speak specifically about this. He said there's a lot of bittle. We're being mevatal a lot of things, putting this down, putting that down. And he said, we have to be careful that our Talmidim don't just learn to be mevatal things. Very important to speak about a yes, about a yes. I wonder if the Tanakhama, I wonder, I say this with trepidation, but I wonder the Tanakhama held that there's a danger in telling them, destroy, that a guy could destroy the Mizbeach also. That in telling him, come to Eretz this is trade, you're already destroyed, you can destroy the Mizbeach. There's a yes. It's not all about destroying. And in speaking about destroying, there's taka danger that you can destroy the Mizbeach also. That all you're about is destroying. There's a yes to do. It's not all knocking this, putting this down. We have an absolute yes that we're about. 
a yes of service of Hashem, a yes of sincerity. There's a yes mission that we have. It's not all about putting things down. And in a world of put down, put down, if that's all there is, there's a worry. That's what I wonder, Manny. Manny, is that what you meant? That's obviously what, what, what would come out of this. And what the Tanakhama held, right? If Rabbi Shmuel was cash on the Tanakhama, is why here do you have to say, don't destroy? Does Hayes the Tanakhama had some shot? And he said, destroy, but he said, don't do that to Hashem. When you say destroy, there's a danger people destroy Hashem also. So let's try to respond. So this is the Shaila. So Bishmal learned because. Yeah, I hear. I hear. I hear this. There's the Shaila how to learn the Pasuk. There's the Shaila how to learn the Pasuk. Even the answer to that, Ravarin. The answer to that, I think, teeth, teeth, in a certain way, they're almost in the same place. Because even Rabbi Yishmael said, destroy, don't learn from their ways, which will destroy, which will cause Chorim Beis HaMikdash, means that I have something, yes, I want for you. Even in Rabbi Yishmael, the Kumtais and the Pshat and the Psukim, is if that's around, you'll learn me Masayim, and I have actions that I want for you. It's not about the badness of that. Even in Rabbi Yishmael that comes out, Pshat. So I, I, I'm asking and I don't know like the Shairish of the like the. I'm admitting that I don't have the Shairish of the Machlaikis. But the, the Sogya here is there has to be in Pshat. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny or anything or, or be like a drash. In Pshat there has to be something. This Rabbi Yishmael was asking. Destroy, but don't do that. Such is a strange thing to say. Destroy, but don't do that to Hashem. <laughs> Aren't you the last guy who do that to Hashem if you destroy Avodah In some way, it sounds like that. It sounds like it has to be spoken out. Destroy, but understand, not to Hashem. We're not about destruction. There's a yes, I want. There's a very much a yes, I want. I think this, this attitude that we have a very much, we have a yes that we're into. There's, a, there's an absolute yes that we're into, and we have a yes, we have things that we hold on to, is an important part of Yiddishkeit. It's not the betel faker, things are created for a yes. So on the very pasuk that it says, destroy, there's something I yes want, and a service that's supposed to be there. Okay. So I wanted to share this, this idea. Interesting. I want to just I want to read a Rashi for a minute in the Sogi of Mesis. In Parshas Re'ei, it speaks about a Mesis. A Mesis is somebody who gets others to sin, causes others to sin. I'd like to talk about like the Oymek of a Mesis. 
some, it's a topic on my mind, but I, I want to talk about what a mesis causes somebody to sin. It's, it's incredibly chummer how we deal with a mesis. Somebody doesn't just sin, but causes others to sin. In, we'll talk for a minute, maybe even a subtlety in mesis. It sounds to us very similar to lifneiver, but it's different. Lifneiver leisitein michshal is one lav in the Torah, not to cause somebody to do an avera. A mesis is a different esser. Reb Maisha talks about it. Somebody could be over lifneiver and not mesis. Somebody could be a mesis, not lifneiver. What's the difference between a mesis and lifneiver, Daniel? It sounds incredibly similar. Lifneiver leisitein michshal is don't cause somebody to do an avera. A mesis, a guy causes something to do an avera. Yet mesis is much stricter. In the Torah, the chaimer of mesis, you're not melamed of schos. Normally, the, the bezdin has a tzivoy to be melamed schos. The Gemara Chavtes and Sanhedrin says a mesis is much more chamer than other isurim in the Torah. What's this mesis I want to get to in a minute? Before we get to the sugi of mesis, and I think it's so cool where Hashem teaches us what. You know what? I'm first going to explain to Mesis because I have a Pasuk in the Torah by Mesis that dazzles me. But in context of where Hashem put this, I think in middle of the sugi of Mesis, God teaches us what a father is supposed to be. What a tata. What a tata is. So, and you have to, why is it put here? Things Hashem wrote is Torah, everything's precise, Manny. In middle of Mesis, it says, if your brother, the son of your mother, or your son, or your daughter, or your wife, it's listing all these people that can get you to sin, and then it says, your friend that's like your soul, that's like you. Who is your friend, Asher Kenafshcha, that's like your soul? Your friend who's like you, says Rashi, who's that? It's talking about people that are Mesis. Says Rashi, you know who that is? Reyach Asher Kenafshcha Zeavicha. That's your father. The Tyra calls a dad. Reyacha, your friend, Asher Kenafshcha. It's like your very self. It's like your closest friend in the world. That's your father. Big, big lesson to the role of a father. In the Torah, the word av means a chaver. It's not like new stuff. To say your father is supposed to be best friends with his son, is not, you're not like a new, you're not modern, you're only as modern as the Torah and the Torah says, uh, Av, it says that Yosef is an Av leparoi. Rashi says, Av Yosef was not Paroi's dad. He was a Chaver upitaroi, a friend and an advisor. That's the Taich of the word Av. Here in our parsha by Mesis, it calls a father, Re'acha Asher Kenavshcha, a friend that's like your soul, a very profound Yedidos. Very profound friendship is the role and goal of a tata. Of course, there are boundaries. Of course, there's yera for sure. But it's a tremendous connection, a chibur, a chaver, a tremendous friendship. That's reyacha sherkenavshcha. It fascinates me that the Torah taught us that lesson of what a tata is in the middle of the sugi of mesis. Why does that fascinate? What is a mesis? A mesis causes people to sin. Why is that lifnevel esite mechshel? Reb Maisha has a tshuva, very interesting. I'm not saying this, I'm not here, I'm not... 
not, not a bug to Reb Maisha to agree. I'm not allowed to agree to Reb Maisha, disagree to Reb Maisha. Reb Maisha's words. But Reb Maisha, famous Shaila in Archaim, Semen Sadites was asked about inviting people to shul or to your house and you know they're going to drive on Shabbos. So Reb Maisha, I'll read the tshuva. He was asked from somebody, Reb Kalbach, from Detroit, if there's an Isser Lifne Iver to invite people that they should daven in your shul, when you'll know there'll be Michal Shabbos, they'll drive a car to shul. Could you invite a guy, come to shul, and you know he'll drive a car to shul? That was the Shaila asked Reb Maisha Feinstein. Reb Maisha writes back that I said to invite people that are far, where they have no way of coming without Chil Shabbos is Usser. But he says it's worse than Lifne Iver. This fasting. He says, It's the Isser of a Mesis. Ramesha puts on the title, if your Rav invites somebody to come to Shul, and you know they're going to be Mechal Shabbos, it's not just Lifne Iver, that would be bad enough, it's, it's a Mesis. He says, even though the Isser Mesis to be Chai of Skela is only if your Mesis for Avoy Mikol Makan to the Isser and the Einish Klapishmaya, Bichola Chaimer, that you don't taino Lamesis, that you have Bichola Isurim, and he brings a raya from Sanajan Chavtes. It brings from the Nachash, even though it was no Cherva by the Zara, it was Achila Meitz Hadas, yet the Nachash has the Isser, so he says, the Chaimer Isser, you're not Chayev Skila, that's only by a Mesis Lavoy the Zara. But for any Avera that you cause somebody to sin as a Mesis, says Reb Maisha, you're over a person's called a Mesis and it's very Chamer, they're not Chayiv Skila. But the Chaymer HaIsser is there, L'chol Avera Shebetaira, that you cause a person to sin. Not Ma'anish Bedine Adam is only on Mesis Lavoy Dezara. Klape Shmaya, you have the Einash, you're not Malamid Sanegar, you don't defend the person who causes people to do Averis. So he says, a Rav, Ramesha says, who invites, a person is not just Lifneiver, it's a Mesis. I would like to just express what a Mesis is. A Mesis is when you take a relationship and you utilize the relationship to get to somebody to sin. It's turning, it's almost, I would dare say, I think, the way I understand it, I'd love to hear from the Hevra, Lifneiver is nothing to do, you act, somebody acts as Naver to somebody else. They feed them trefus. So that could be Lifneiver, you cause the stumbling block. That's a shy of Lifneiver. Amasis is when you access the relationship to be Goyim, somebody to sin. Here's a rav they trusted, and he turned it into a chet. That's the chaymer of Amasis. Very shvera iser, that you leverage the relationship to get to somebody to sin much. That's amazing. If you look at the Torah, it speaks about these relatives, a father, a wife, a brother, a child, like using a relationship to ensnare somebody to sin, that's a mesis. That's the chet chamr of mesis, is taking a relationship and being gayrim somebody to sin through the relationship. That's a mesis. I assume that's what Amesh is saying here, as the rav, somebody is mazman, another yid. It doesn't say if the rav does it, 
talks about if you take your relationship and cause that, that's a gender of nasus. Here you're friends with somebody. So it's not just you put the is, so you like leverage the relationship to be goyer in the sin. It's called a nasus. I just thought it's so cool that in the middle of the sugi of somebody leveraging a relationship, lira is where the Torah teaches us what a tat is. Using a, a relationship that brings somebody to Avinu Shabashamayim, a tat, a reyacha, a a friend who's like yourself. This is the place that it taught us. Somebody who has a beautiful nun kite with their kid. You're not just giving the kid a, a tata. You're giving the kid a vinu Your mom is turning the relationship. It's here. It's so appropriate that in the sogi of mesis, which is somebody taking a relationship and causing it to move somebody further from Hashem. It is here and bedafka here, David, that it speaks about what an av is. That an av is reyacha sherkenafshecha. Here we could turn a relationship into handing a person Hashem mamish. Hashem always is called avinu. The word tata, my tata, tata. Hashem is called avinu, and a person could be handed that avinu is my protector. Avinu is my rack. Avinu is on my side. Avinu has my back. Avinu is reyacha sherkenashcha, the friend who's like my very soul. The opposite of the mesis, the mesis who takes the relationship and leverages it to remove a person from Hashem. And there, it's so cool to me, Manny, that in the middle of the sogi of mesis, we're taught about an av, that an av, what is an av? And here it like defines an av, reyacha sherkenashcha, your friend that's like your soul. How ahead of the game a person is, is there for his son, is a, is a tata, is reyacha sherkenafshecha, so then that relationship becomes such a close relationship to Hashem, who's avinu shemayim. The person understands what a tata is, has the dogma, has the tzir, has the understanding, what, what an av is, so that's leveraging the relationship. Leveraging. It's funny to use the word leveraging. But that's a relationship that brings somebody lavinu shemayim. Our Father in Heaven. It doesn't mean somebody had a difficult relation to their father. Of course, of course, can overcome. It can become tremendously close to Hashem. But of course, but a person who who, who, who is that father to his son, what he's handing his child, what he's handing his child. I have seen. It's my own. I'll tell the I have seen in my life. I wonder if you've noticed, Reb David. I don't. I've not looked up as a study. I have seen that people who have a distrust to their father have a tremendous fear of death. That's unusual. They have nightmares about death a lot. They dream about it. People have opened up later in life. Struggle sleeping. There's, a, there's such a thing. We're all human. And there's a natural fear of death. I have seen it much more extreme. My own study, I have not checked this out, my own study. I think people that have a tremendously tough time trusting their tata. If you trust your tata very, very stark, I'm not saying it won't exist. I'm saying, Avinu my trust also. I have a tremendous trust. Rabbi Munasech, I have a tremendous trust. Rabbi Shalom has good things in store for me. The person has a trust. What well, a person's giving that is, a, that, that is a father who's there, I've seen it. They're, they're handing a person, it's Tvarim Pshutim, a tremendous amuna of Hashem. Because the Rabbanu Shalom is called Avinu, it's called Artata. 
So how neat is it where things are taught that in the middle of the parish of Mesa it looks like a cute notice in the middle of Mesa. There are no coincidences in our Tayyutsvi. I don't believe it's coincidence. In the middle of Mesis, which is the sogi of taking a relationship and leveraging it to remove a person away from Hashem, is the lesson of what a tata is. Reyacha, Asherka, Nafshecha, Zuavicha. Could have just said Avicha here. Now Hashem wanted to teach something. Could have said Avicha. The Pasuk would have read smoothly Avicha. It says Reyacha, Asherka, Nafshecha. It's so pasha to me that in the middle of the parsha of a, lev, a relationship that's useless, nagid, we're taught and given the lesson of the ultimate relationship, what it is that could bring somebody close. Forever the person of Avinu Shemashmaim, he knows what a tat is. Shem's Avinu are tat. Knows what that is. What a, the, the the reliability of a tata, the dependability. My father's stronger than yours. I'm so safe. My tata's my tata's behind me. The friend that's mamish, your nefesh. So I wanted to share this Rashi reaction, but I also wanted to share where it is. The sogya mesa. I'm not coming to Paskin. This Shaila I know by the Lubavitch Hasidim. They have a holder from Psak. Hold it from Psak. The Shail is a very fascinating. There's no, it's hard to say a bimachmir. What's the kula? What's the chumra? I beemis. I don't want to put out. It's a, it, this has to be much discussion. It's a very serious Shaila. Many of us have encountered this Shaila of a friend, a relative, and Reb Maisha was asked, there are many details, don't paskin from this, because there are many details, Yudhitsvi. You can invite somebody, and maybe they'll stay, beg them to stay, sometimes they come, and then they end up staying, there's a lot of vari- variables to the Shaila, and the variables matter, could you be called a Mesis, if... There's many, many ways of, 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 of asking the Shaila, let's say I've even asked the Shaila, I would ask Reb Maisha, I want to know if the person's driving all over and they come to you, they'll drive less. You'll have hours where they won't. I know a shul that has members come and they keep them the whole day because they drive to shul. There's much less practically, there's less chilul Shabbos. So they drove to shul, they stay, in shul, they stay in shul the whole day, this particular shul. So could you call them a mesis? Now you could say, yeah, you're amazed because you had them drive to... Sh- yeah, but I, I, he caused them not to drive the whole... Sh- I'm not... This, it needs a psaac. There are many like variables within this shayla of what's done. So I want to speak that out, that I'm not passing in any way this fascinating shayla. When is it lifna'ivir? When is it amesis? What has to be spoken out? What could be spoken out? These are shaylas, many shuls. My Rebbe's father had a shul that the members were not from, most of the members were not, were not yet from, and he, he didn't have a minion Friday nights. He didn't be Yechidus for himself, and he could have made a minion. He could have gotten together a minion. He was, at night, he felt it was like telling people to drive. By day, the members can walk. By night, like there was no other option, so he did not make a minion at night. He would didn't be Yechidus with the youngsters in the community, in the shul, but he didn't allow for a minion. This way, nobody's like, the, the adults weren't invited, Pasha. It was him and the kids, and they would have it every Friday night together. And the, the reason, that I, the way I understand it, is that he didn't have a minion, is he held it with some, like, similar to this psaac, like it would be some sort of mesis that he's creating where people are driving. By day is the pshat that everybody walked. The weather is nice, the lights out, it's safe. So then again, if somebody drove, he wasn't telling it, it was shayach to walk. 
If it's not Shaykh to walk, then you have to really ask a Shaila to invite somebody for a Shabbos Suda. You get into a serious Shaila, is that called a Mesis? Again, what, this is a serious, serious Shaila. Reb Meisha certainly paskins here that you can't invite somebody who has no option to walk and you're telling them to drive on Shabbos. Reb Meisha gives it not just Lifneiver. Says that as the chaymer of a mesis, very, very chamra ver. What a mesis is, is you're taking your relationship and causing an iser. We, of course, want all our relationships to cause people to grow and to shtaig and to be in assistance, not chasvishalom, that any relationship in any way, goyrim somebody's yirida, that's. That's not what we're looking for. In the middle of this parish of using, not using a relationship with Chas Hashem the wrong way, we find out that Hashem doesn't call a father a father. He calls him Re'acha Sherkin Ashcha. Your friend is like your soul. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Maramakaimas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.